February 11. Genesis 44. Mark 14. Job 10. Romans 14. Up to this point in the narrative, Genesis chapter 44, Judah has not appeared in a very good light. When Joseph's brothers first declare their intentions to kill him, chapter 37, verses 19 through 20, two of them offer alternatives. Reuben suggests that Joseph should simply be thrown into a pit from which he could not escape, verses 21 through 22. This proposal had two advantages. First, murder could not then be directly ascribed to the brothers. And second, Reuben hoped to come back later in secret and rescue his kid brother. Reuben was devastated when his plan did not work, verses 29 through 30. The other brother with an independent proposal was Judah. He argued that there was no profit in mere murder. It would be better to sell Joseph into slavery, verses 25 through 27. And his view prevailed. Judah reappears in the next chapter, sleeping with his daughter-in-law, and initially at least, deploying a double standard. See the meditation from February 6. Yet here in Genesis chapter 44, Judah cuts a more heroic figure. Joseph manipulates things to have Benjamin and his brothers arrested for theft, and insists that only Benjamin will have to remain in Egypt as a slave. Perhaps Joseph's ploy was designed to test his older brothers to see if they still resented the youngest, if they were still so hard that they could throw one of their number into slavery and chuckle that at least they themselves were free. It is Judah who intervenes and pleads of all things the special love his father has for Benjamin. He even refers to Jacob's belief that Joseph was killed by wild animals. Verse 28 as if the sheer deceit and wickedness of it all had been preying on his mind for the previous quarter of a century. Judah explains how he himself promised to bring the boy back safely, and emotionally pleads, Now then, please let your servant remain here as my lord's slave in the place of the boy, and let the boy return with his brothers. How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, do not let me see the misery that would come upon my father. Verses 33 through 34. This is the high point in what we know of Judah's pilgrimage. He offers his life in substitution for another. Perhaps in part he was motivated by a guilty conscience. If so, the genuine heroism grew out of genuine shame. He could not know that in less than two millennia, his most illustrious descendant, in no way prompted by shame, but only by obedience to his heavenly Father and by love for guilty rebels, would offer himself as a substitute for them. Mark chapter 14